Point and, and plug it in and just things like that. And then you, you know, you've always got the batteries topped up, which is good for batteries. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, you're not kind of running it into the earth, you know, all the time because that's nice. bad for batteries to, to yep. get down. So there's cool. your lesson in EVs. Thanks, mate. I'll, I'll open the podcast yeah. with that, eh? Yeah, not the EV show. <laughs> uh, mate, the uh, recruitment whisperers, it's still happening. Welcome to the recruitment whisperers. No, not the footy show. Um, oh, but, uh, mate, oh, that's. That's that's the only reason I'm doing this, mate, because I'm looking forward to that. It would, it would, okay. we would just, it would, it would sell subscriptions. Like we just have to say, this player <laughs> could sign with this player, and bang, there's a show. That's a show. You want to go with me to NBC? Yeah, I think we really got something in. What do we got? An idea. What idea? An idea for the show. I still don't know what the idea is. It's about nothing. Right. Everybody's doing something. We'll do nothing. <laughs> So we go into NBC, we tell them I got an idea for a show about nothing. Exactly. They say, what's your show about? I say nothing. There you go. I think you may have something here. Get everyone, it's was. Unfortunately, Cocksmith's audio isn't great in this episode. Uh, it's just what it is, those electric cars. As you'll hear, it was just where he was driving. So apologies, there are times where he is quite hard to hear, but hopefully you get the gist of it. And uh, we'll make sure it's rectified for the next episode. Good luck, Parramatta. Not the footy show. Good everybody. Welcome to episode 259 of Not the Footy Show. I'm Warwick Nicholson. Rob Cox, guess where he is? Yes, he's in a car. And this is your prelim <laughs> finals preview for 2022. How are you doing, Coxman? I'm good, mate. Good. I'm working on a public holiday, so that's not so good. But, hey, it wasn't always a public holiday and I had uh, work planned, so I'm working. Uh, nice, nice. Now, you're not just in a car. I, I just sat through 25 minutes of my life that mm. I can't get back, finding out all about yep. electronic cars. Uh, in, in about three seconds, uh, why electronic cars good and petrol cars bad, sir? Well, it's, a, well, it's an electric car and... and um, it's uh, made up. I don't know. It's just something different. It's very quiet. It's beautiful and smooth. Um, there's probably you know, children digging lithium out of the ground somewhere in some third world country. That's probably not good about it. Um, but it doesn't doesn't spew out fumes or anything like that. So, oh, um, while we stay in Australia, insulated by uh, third world countries, um, we're good. Oh, so, well, I've had a guilt trip right now. That's good. Uh, I'm feeling I'm not very, on a guilt trip. Very, very inferior. Funnily enough, one of my clients is uh, mining for lithium. So that's, you know, swings and roundabouts and the world coming together and all that kind of stuff. Speaking of the world I've coming told together. You, I've, I've told you they need my services too, by the way. So they do. We do. We, we're working on. on that. We're working on that. Chile, here we come. We've got to talk about the world coming together. Parramatta, we, we did maybe go into a little bit of depth about them in the, the fact they're playing playing a prelim final for the first time, I think, since 2009 this weekend. And we asked the question, who's under the most pressure? Well, I went to Twitter because, you know, that's where the truth is in the world. And uh, I asked the question, you know, who's under the most pressure to deliver an NRL premiership in 2022? The Panthers, the South Sydney Rabbitohs, North Queensland Cowboys or Parramatta Eels. There were 41 votes, Cocksmith. Who do you think yep. had 70.7% of the vote? Mm-hmm. The Parramatta yep. Eels, they screeded. I mean, even the lefties can be right, mate, sometimes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. 70.7. So there's, there's definitive proof, Mickey, uh, you're under the most pressure. Penrith Panthers next with 19.5. And then there's a couple of votes here and there for South Sydney and North Queensland, 4.9% each. But uh, yeah, Parramatta. Well, I, think, I, think they're, I think they're all under pressure, mate. Mm. Because think about it, right? 
Um, I actually think Queens, uh, North Queensland are probably under the least pressure, but there's a high expectation from your fans. But if you break it down, Parramatta are under pressure because they haven't won anything forever. Um, South are under pressure because they couldn't do the job last year. Yep. Penrith are under pressure because they're, they're you know, defending premiers. Uh, and North Queensland are playing the um, North Queensland are playing the uh, silent game. You know, like they're they're. Uh, I, I reckon they're the ones with the least amount of pressure. See, the thing is, I reckon there's a lot of pressure on the Cowboys, and I'll tell you this, this is the reason why. They've come from nowhere, all right? They've got a new coach, rookie coach, Todd Payton's in there, and they've, they've come from 15th or wherever they came from last year. There's no guarantees this team's coming back next year. This could be one of those flash-in-the-pan jobs. So oh, yeah. if you blow this opportunity, North Queensland, home semi, home prelim final in front of all your fans, tell you what, it might be a few years before you're back here. Or, you know, you're, you're trying case. to stack it on. You're trying to stack it on. Mate. You don't win Come the comp on. for 40 years. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, these things happen. Uh, I also asked the other question, which is, you know, uh, what do you think the grand final setup is going to be? Uh, so far, there's been 46 votes. There's still seven hours left on the, the thing. But uh, Panthers Cowboys is second with 34.8%. Panthers Eels is 39.1%, number out one. And then South Cowboys 10.9%. South Eels 15.2%. Cocksmith. That's what the numbers say. That's what the the, uh, the 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 masses say. But what do you say? That's what people care about here on the Footy Show. Is is just what you mm. give as a tip because no one cares that when I tip I get it right. Uh, what are you again? One from six for the semi-finals. Yes. Um, yep. Friday night, North Queensland, Parramatta. It's sold out. Uh, the North Queenslanders took a few days, but they got there eventually. We'll get to the other game and their issues with crowds in a second, but. Uh, right now, are you st- sticking with the Cowboys to beat Parramatta, or are you thinking, you know, maybe the the fairy tale can come true? Oh, the fairy tale can come true. There's no doubt. I'm going to get splinters in my backside this week because anything can happen. We know that anything can happen in a prelim final. My my heart my heart says my heart says the Cowboys because they're at home and it's it's a bit warmer up there and it's not not going to be comfortable from Parramatta, but. The way that Parramatta have been playing, you just don't know, again, we've said this before, which Parramatta are going to turn up. Yeah. The Parramatta that turned up last week against the Raiders or the, or the Parramatta that played the week before against Penrith? I, I don't know. Mm. So mm. it's up to you, Parramatta. I think it's there to win. But, uh, you know, you, you're going to have to be on your good game to beat, to beat the Cowboys. Okay, so there's my sitting on the fence, but I'll, I'll stick with the Cowboys for now. Yeah, uh- Parramatta have one injury issue. Tom Opacek, um looks like he's got a hamstring injury. We'll probably keep him out. So do you think Brad Arthur moves Wunga Blake into the centres like he should and brings Bailey Simmonson on the wing? Or does he manufacture the Mania Kore uh, centre job and leave Wunga Blake on the wing to be exposed by uh, those bombs? Oh, why not put Jake Arthur in there? Joke. Uh, yeah, he's got, to, he's got to put Wunga Blake there, mate, because Nakore is a bit more important, a little closer to the middle, I think. Yep. Um, that's what I would do. Yeah, if you take him off the bench, your bench then is Cartwright, Arthur, and Kafusi. Kafusi's been doing a great job. I like the fact that Bryce Cartwright's back in that squad. He just offers something different. Uh, and then yeah. the question is, if you move near Kore into the centres, you can bring Nathan Brown on the bench if you want to because Makaheshi Makatoya has actually been dropped. They've only been using him very sparingly in the first two semis. Uh, and mm. now he's out entirely. Looks like Mitchell Moses is fine. I did note that he had um, quite a heavy bit of strapping on his left hand. Looks like he might have. Mm-hmm. I reckon he's a very good chance he's got some busted digits. So, uh, if you're the Cowboys, I would be making him do as much defence as possible uh, this week because it only takes one half um, incorrect way of approaching a tackle, and those fingers can wake up very, very quickly. 
the problem with power is they've played two weeks in a row and if it is warm or humid, which is probably the main thing, it's going to be up there in Townsville. Uh, backing up, backing up, backing up is going to get a bit harder. I don't. I know power fans are, are believing and they've already got themselves in the grand final, but I, I, I just don't think it happens. And the reason is I think the Cowboys have been focused on one thing all year, all week, sorry, and arguably all year. But you remember when we podcasted the rare times we did during the year and we sort of said, our oh, Cowboys have that smell of a team that could get to the finals and go out in straight sets when they're under pressure defensively. Well, we were yep. wrong. It wasn't the Cowboys. It was the Sharks, and that's what happened mm. to them. The Cowboys. That's what I meant, Sharks. <laughs> yeah, we both, we both. <laughs> I think we both had Sharks in the grand final at the start of the final, so we've done, we've done well. Uh, at least that's been consistency, consistent for you. Um, but the Cowboys, they came back from a, it was a 10-point deficit to the Sharks, 10 or 12 points with 15 to go. They rallied. They found they looked a better team in extra time than they won in Golden Point. I know they conceded 30 in that game, but they didn't concede anything for the last um, half an hour of that match. And to me, that's the thing that, that Peyton's going to be on them massively. And it links back to the whole Mitchell Moses, Parramatta start well mentality. If Cowboys can find their defensive resolve, which they've found at times this year, I reckon they do a number on Parramatta. I just think if they stand up to them and the Tamalolo show continues to flow, and I do like their bench of Leilua Hess and Griffin Neem, who's been very good for them in short spurts. I, I just I just have a feeling that the defensively aspect of the Cowboys is going to shine in this game. The conditions might work against Parramatta a little bit more. And at the end of the day, they've got Drinkwater, Holmes, even Peter Hiku. They've got points in them in the back line. And I still look at Parramatta's three-quarter line and just don't get excited. So I'm sticking with the Cowboys too. Yeah. Yeah, mate. I mean, look, it makes sense, doesn't it? They've, they've had the extra week to freshen up. Um, they've probably had some niggling injuries like every team does. And they've, they've had that chance to recover a bit more. They've had a chance to think about it. Um, they've, they've kind of known who they're going to be playing. It had to be one of two teams um, that they were going to play. And, and you know, they're, they're really in the box seat. And that's that's really why I'm tipping them. It could be different for me if it was at, if it was at you know, the SFS. Uh, yep. Or somewhere in Sydney, it could be different. But I, I think that that grind of of getting into the finals and and you know losing the first one, and then you know picking yourself up for the next one, it, it gets you mentally after a while. Whereas the Cowboys have had a pretty you know clean run, and and I think they're just going to be fresher. So yeah, I'll stick with the Cowboys too. Yeah, big plus for the Cowboys in those conditions as well is that Reese Robson's had a just a fantastic season. And oh, yeah. I think I think he will give Junior Paulo and Regan Campbell Gillard and Madison and Co. fits around the dummy half area. And mm. that works into the whole conditions thing. Because if even if you if they're, they're gonna work, they're gonna work them over in the last sort of two or three tackles of every set. Because the work that Cowboys three-quarter line does coming out of their own end is second to none in the NRL. They are the I reckon they're the best of getting extra runs out of the, the likes of Holmes and Hiku. No centers run mm. more than those two. And it yeah. frees up the drink waters of the world to play as a ball player. And I just think that's a really huge advantage for the Cowboys, especially if Robson's on song. So I'm sticking with the Cowboys. I've got them by two. It's going to be close. Um, I think Parry do have a few points in them, but I don't know if they'll have more than, than three tries. And I think the Cowboys have got four of them. So, uh, well, put it this I, way, mate. Put it this Sorry, Sorry to interrupt, but put it this way. I, I think... Let's pretend either one of South or Penrith get into the grand final. Who would they prefer to play? 
And I think you'd, you'd, it'd be Parramatta that they mm. prefer to play than the Cowboys. Because yep. the yep. Cowboys are a little unpredictable and they will, they're very energetic, they're very mobile, they'll make you work. Um, whereas Parramatta can lull in and out of a game. So, uh, you know, that kind of tells you what you want to know. Um, either Parramatta will win it with brute force and run over the top of them, or um, or the Cowboys will will just keep at them and you know like a like a little like a little angry dog just keep nipping the heels until mm. you know it, it um, something happens. So, but I think that it'll be the latter, mate. I think uh, Cowboys. Cowboys by how many? Did you say? I'm going to say Cowboys by eight. Eight. Ooh, that's that's significant. I've got two, but I don't know. One's enough. That's that's the way you got to look at it. And thing with the Cowboys is I always feel like they're never out of the match with the way they can play football. I don't, yep. I don't feel the same way about the Eels. Um, so that's really what's tipping up to my uh, sensibility. And as you say, it was in Sydney, all the para fans would be out there and uh, that would be a big factor, but it ain't. That's it, Townsville. It's going to be uh, all North Queensland pretty much with the crowd. So we've both got Cowboys going through. Sorry, Parramatta. It's just how we feel about it. But then again, we were both wrong about you last week. Uh, Penrith and South, Saturday night, uh, in front of what might be an average crowd. I got a thing through a WhatsApp group yesterday, um, and it looks, like the NRL, it looks like the NRL are already offering two-for-one tickets to the uh, Penrith-South Sydney prelim final. Like, seriously, what is going on when that's happening on Wednesday? Well, how much are the tickets? That's what I, I want. I don't think it's that expensive. I really don't think it's that expensive. If you just want to um, talk amongst yourself for half a second, I'll, play um, some elevator uh, music. Yeah. I, well, I, I know that the the tickets to to the um, the Sydney Football Stadium games were pretty expensive, um, but, you know, and the food was excessively expensive. Uh, so, mate, it, it could be it could be a, a thing. It's going to be live on TV. I know that there's, it's not quite like being at the football, but. I, I, I think that there is a little bit of burnout here with people, you know, like it's economically at the moment, it's not great in, in Australia. You know, we're paying record prices for fuel, et cetera. Um, vegetables and food are through the roof. Yeah. Um, you know, when you've got to pay, I don't know, 90 bucks, 80 bucks 30, a ticket. 35 bucks is the cheapest, all right? Yep. That's the cheapest seat. Category we're, one. We're at Homebush, right? Yeah, Homebush and Category One, yep. which are the ones on the side on the inner bowl, are eighty-five bucks each. Eighty-five, yeah. So because the stadium, that stadium is quite big, you know, you, you are when you're away from the action, you, you're a fair bit away from it. It's not like the Footy Stadium or Parramatta Stadium. Um, you know, I I think it would have been a better choice to go to Parramatta Stadium um, at that for that game and fill it up. Um, but two for uh, one, I, like I you say, they're that, probably yeah. desperate. Yeah, right, we, it's got to be at a core. It's just, I don't know why the fans why? don't want to go. I don't know. I just don't why? know why they don't want to go. But why does it got to be there? Because it's got to accommodate. Well, South, South there's going to be, down too, you know. there's gonna be <laughs> yeah, apparently for at least another year. Gee, I read that, read that press release yesterday from South and it was like, yeah, we'll come back. <laughs> that was pretty much the attitude. <laughs> kicking stones. It, it was oh, kicking stones all the way be, back. It's to be in our spiritual home of, Eastern suburbs. I mean, I mean Redfern, um, and I oh, just, yeah, I, I, I just don't get why people don't want to go to this game. I know the weather's supposed to be ordinary this weekend as a cricket player, but the season's supposed to, supposed to start. I very much understand I that. Should, I think you should go. You should go to the game. No, nah. uh, my my team isn't there. Why would I bother? That's what I'm saying. Where where are the Penrith and South fans? Well, you can go watch a couple of better teams. Yeah, I, I will say this though, as a neutral fan, if you're not doing it on Saturday. Why aren't you there? Like, because I'm watching no- it on TV, mate. That's why. 
Uh, get yourself another dose of uh, MT. Bit of Matt Thompson. Love it. Uh, South Sydney. They don't have any felt forwards on their bench, as we sort of expected when we did the review. Uh, their bench for this game is, uh, shall we say, light. It's Cody Nicarima, Hame Sele, Cam and Cartwright. No Sevilla Havili, no Tom Burgess. Uh, is it no hope for South because of that, or do you still give them some uh, hope because of the um, the Mitchell Walker show? Walker show? I, I, I still give them hope, mate. Uh, I mean, the way that they've been playing and, and with South and their energy man at the back, uh, because he, that's what I described him as in a text message, and I think it fits him perfectly. Yeah. He's the energy man. When he's... When he's chirping and barking and, and he's got his you know his chest out and he's strutting around like Conor McGregor, uh, they lift, they they you know dance to the tune that that Latrell's playing and and um, he, he's the key to stopping South. You stop Latrell, you stop South. Don't worry about Walker, right? Mm. Um, Walker can be contained, but Latrell is like the Hulk, really. I mean, he, he is. He he throws people off. If he wants to do something, he generally does what he wants to do. Yep. Um, but he's very much a confidence player as well. Or, and or, a very, um, com- what's it called? A, he loves a, he loves a con- confrontation. Confrontational. If yeah. a confrontation happens, he sparks up. It lights him up, you know. Um, and we saw that, we saw that last year with Manu, you know, after he, after he crushed Manu's skull, um, he came back on all lit up, um, mm. you know, and, um that's what he's like. And, and South lift with his energy. So you keep him suffocated, South, South won't do all that much. I mean, I know that they were good last week, uh, good through the middle as well, uh, and he was pretty quiet, but he wasn't also too isolated. So uh, <clears throat> they can win. They can win this game, South. Um, there's no doubt in my mind. Okay, so if you look at Latrell Mitchell as a player who can win you a game, Cody Walker is the one who might say by how much. That's that's the difference yes. that I have for those two. Uh, it's not a bad yeah, thing. It's a to left have, edge. That's it's yeah. he's that devastating. How is Latrell Mitchell uh, not got a um, sponsorship deal or third party deal with Energizer yet? Because the Energizer Bunny is just the name. How has this not happened yet? Latrell, get on it. Get a, make make your people talk well, to the Energizer people and make this thing happen. This is a match made in heaven. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, it is, mate. But maybe they don't, maybe Energizer don't have enough coin. Maybe they're not. Ah, because the great thing about Latrell is that when it comes to September, he's always there. He's always making a difference. The can, so to except speak. the last two years when he hasn't played any football in September. Uh, the thing about the bench for South, if we just go back to that for a second, <laughs> is yeah, uh, is the fact that um, if you're going to up any team that doesn't have a great bench, and I'm going to, I'm on this all the time. It's probably Penrith, and that doesn't mean that they haven't got a good bench. They just haven't got a great bench. Their bench is Mitch Kenny, Scott Sorensen, Spencer Lino, and Jamin Salmon. If you ever had to, you know, match up two benches when you're under strength, this is the bench you want to come up against because Penrith's strength is that is that starting pack. It's the way that they then rotate Fisher Harris and the other back into the game. And I just think this it's not going to hurt them as much as it might have hurt them against another team with a better bench. Is what I'm, is I guess the point I'm trying to make. And South Sydney's forward packs, you know, the starting pack is Totola, Cook, Nichols, Kalamatangi, Arrow and Murray. It's good. Yeah, mate, I'm not sure. Look, I think South's bench is so weak at the moment in in this particular game um, that, you know, I know that that Penrith's bench 
um, isn't made up of superstars, mm. um, but they do come on and they do a job. And and I think that Penrith's pack um, is is strong enough to take South's pack uh, any time of any time of the year. So um, I think that's, that Penrith will like that they're that the bench isn't as strong as, as usual. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, I see that as a bonus for Penrith, to be honest. Okay. So we've basically said South will be in the game as long as Latrell can hold them in there. I think if Cook and Murray stay at the same level they played last week, things are going to go well for them. But we still haven't even addressed Penrith. And um, we haven't spoken about it for two weeks. It's the beauty of them getting the, the fortnight off is that you sort of forget that their team is, is pretty handy. Now, they don't have uh, Taylon May. He is suspended. Um, one of life's great ironies. Uh, and uh, they've brought Charlie Staines in uh, to play for them. So that back line for, for, for Penrith, it's Edwards, Staines, Tungo, Crichton, To'o, Luai and Cleary. It's just quality, isn't it? Oh, mate, it's a, a very much a quality back line. And, and I mean, you know, but the, 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 the forward pack, the whole team, they've just been playing together for so long. Um, that they're formidable. They're formidable as a team. They're formidable individually. Um, you know, most of them will represent at the end of the year for one one country or another. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's they're all around the park. They're scary because they're so good, you know. Um, so, look, I, I'm going to pick Penrith in this game. Mm. Um it's a it's a hard one to pick how much because again it's it's how fast they start and who scores first and and what the arm wrestle looks like. But if I've got to pick a score, I say Penrith by by four to six. Okay, four. I've got Panthers by two. I'm hoping that you see two really close and, and gripping prelim finals after the two blowouts last week. I just think Souths have got some spots in that back line that Penrith can pick apart. Tane Milne can't catch. He's average defensively. He did have a good game with the ball uh, last week, but I think he's a target. Alex Johnson looks like he is, if he is even going to play. Uh, Zaya Tass, he's a young bloke. He's he's not tested at this level. And Campbell Graham's playing, I think, with some sort of injury at the moment. They probably should have him out. So there are there are spots in this South team that, that Penrith can target. If you're South Sydney, you just cannot give Penrith ball. If you give Penrith ball, they will they will pick you apart. They will grind you out of the game. They'll wrestle you out of the game. As was put in an article this morning, they will run, at, uh, uh, what do you call it, decoy blockers in front of Nathan Cleary to kick. I mean, who knew that happened? It's only been happening pretty much ever since Nathan Cleary's come into first grade. Um, and they've just got to find a way to get to Cleary. It's their only, their only option in this match is to shut him down and make Jerome Luai beat you, I reckon. Yeah, and and look, um, you know, maybe not to the same degree, but that's that'll be Penrith's idea about Latrell. Latrell's a little bit harder to get at, yeah. um, obviously to shut him down, but you just can't give him too many opportunities. And and with with South, that that will be their game plan to to get to Cleary, to rush him on his kick, to pressure him, to hit him a couple of times on his kick, and make him think about how long he's taken to kick, so he doesn't have that amount of time to. You know, drop those pinpoint bombs on on whoever he wants to drop them on. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, look, they're the two they're the two uh, linchpin men of the of the two teams. You know, Latrell and for South and and Cleary for Penrith, uh, obviously. And and um, you know, uh, 
we know that last year Penrith won the grand final, but it was without Latrell, um, and and South have been living off that for for this year. So yep. this is the game. This is the game we want to see for a couple mm-hmm. of reasons. Because first of all, it's a it's a grand final rematch in a high pressure game, and secondly, South. Uh, you know, I know that they're missing Burgess and, and a couple of bench players, but they can finally say that they've got their man, Latrell in the team and we get to see them at near full strength. Go the Energizer, Bunny. Do your best. Uh, they're the predictions. We've both got Cowboys and Penrith in the grand final uh, for 2022. Uh, just a, a quick a little side before we wrap up the show. Uh, Australia are going to be, you know, getting out uh, the pen pal forms and, uh, trying to find some people to play for him at the World Cup because Payne Haas has withdrawn, citing family and injury, and Joseph Suali'i has decided to play for uh, Samoa. Which begs the question, Cocksmith, and I'm saying this r- rather facetiously because I'm not being serious, who wants to play for Australia at the World Cup? Because there's <laughs> going to be some openings. There's going to be some openings, mate. But look, we as, a, as the NRL... Um, and not the NRL that thinks they run, run rugby league worldwide, but the NRL domestic competition um, need to put their thinking cap on for, for, for this and they highly regard international football as the way forward and the way to expand the game, which I think they should. Then we have to, we have to do something about our domestic representative uh, games um, and we either have to say in clear-cut terms that the state of origin is a great spectacle the trial match for the Aussie team it's the trial series for the Aussie team if you can't play for Australia you can't play for New South Wales and Queensland now they either need to say that or they need to say state of origin is now a free-for-all if you were born overseas and you come into the NRL, we need you to pledge allegiance to either one of two. Um, and that's the way it should be. I think I, I, think I like the former, um, and it's not because I'm some kind of a redneck racist or anything like that. Um, I just like tradition, and I think that that's the way that it was for so long, and we um, you know, bitch-moaned and complained about a couple of Papua New Guinean players coming in, and then a, a Fiji player came in, and then, you know... We, New South Wales player came saw, in for Queensland. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, yes, that's right. And, uh, and quite a few went into Queensland, you know, from, from New South Wales and, and, and a couple vice versa. But yep. look, it, there needs to, it, there's nothing worse than rules being muddy and, and you know, people not knowing, you know, the, the best way to get the best out of someone is to put some limitations on them. And, and the same with this competition. We need to say, and we need to draw a line in the sand, a hard line in the sand, and say this is the way it has to be. It's either it's either a trial for for Australia, right, or it's not. My way of thinking is it should be because we're going to have quite a few people playing for Australia this year that never played Origin, and that's ridiculous. Hmm. You know why are we even calling it Origin if it's not you know, Origin means something as a word. Yeah, it should be your state of origin. It's where either you were born or where you played your first um, uh, senior, junior, uh, senior football from from fifteen, sixteens up. Yep. So that's the way it should be. And and but the the disclaimer in all of that should be: but if you pledge allegiance to another country, you're not eligible. And if you play for a third world, uh, sorry, a third second tier country, whether it be Fiji or whether it be 
uh, you know, Samoa, Tonga, whatever, you can't play. You can't play. Once you've played for that other country, you're no longer, you can't play. Um, that's, that's my way of thinking. What's yours? Okay, I'll, I'll, we haven't got heaps of time, but I'm going to just succinctly go back to your first point, which is the NRL thinks they run the game, which they kind of do, and they have never prioritised rep football uh, at the international level. They have to get, <laughs> they've already signed their life away with the TV deal, but we need more international football. The, the reason that these players are playing for uh, Samoa and Tonga is because it's an opportunity to do so, which is great. I don't, I don't have any issues with them picking that. My problem with it is that the NRL has basically put the kangaroos on ice for a few years, and as a result, they're not playing. And, and when they're not playing, then opportunities arise elsewhere. At the moment, there is this have your cake and eat it to ability for players who want to play for a different country, but they can play for origin. That's what it is. That's what it is. Okay, we get that. Why the NRL can't see that having Pacific Test being played around the same time as Origin is a benefit to the entire international body is beyond me because we need more Test matches being played by the likes of Tonga, by the likes of Fiji, Samoa, Papua New Guinea. They need to play more tests. New Zealand, they need to play more tests. And if they're playing more tests, they get the opportunity to play with their, their teammates more. International game gets better. The problem that's going to happen then, which is a good problem because we're seeing it right now as a good problem with the World Cup, is that players will have to choose. Do I want to play with Samoa for three tests during origin or do I want to play for New South Wales or play for Queensland? It's the yep. same argument that's being made why it's okay for the World Cup. It should be a situation where they have to pick come origin time, do they want to play specific test matches with the country that they want to play for, which is great, or do they want to have the ability to play for Australia, which is playing origin? And I'm not, again, I'm not to dis dismissing the fact that they want to play for their country of origin. That is fine with me. I'm just saying what we want to oh, see me too. more opportunities for them to play for the countries they want to play for. And that means that if it has to go head-to-head -head with Origin, then so be it. Because the benefit, yep. we get more international football and rugby league as a whole, I mean, it grows, it gets better, and you, you will see a benefit for the entire game. And yep. we're not seeing that right now. We're getting to this World Cup situation where the head of culture of everything, Mal Meninga, can't get players to play for his own country because he's he and the, the organisation that runs the, the Australian Rugby League haven't presented him an opportunity to bring those players in. And yeah. that is the problem. He has to he has to find a way to get on the front foot with that stuff. And th they're going to have this issue for a, a while now. And there's no easy solution because they're going to have to go against what TV says, but this is what they have to do. And otherwise, you're going to have situations where uh, players that would have walked into the Kangaroos, namely probably Suali'i and Haas, uh, one's choosing to play for another country, the other one's choosing not to play at all. If... Play Australia's playing more often and the money is there as well, let's, let's not beat around the bush, then they're going to be playing for Australia. Uh, Hudson yeah. Young can't wait for the opportunity if he gets it. You heard him say something during the week. Uh, oh, Cox Smith, we have two minutes He'll get picked. So sum it up he'll if you can for us. He'll, look, he'll tour, mate. But with every, you know, you can't have your cake and eat it too. So I think I agree there should be a, a, a Pacific round-robin test series uh, state of origin time. Yep. Right? Um, that, that should happen. But obviously... What happens then is that the Pacific players will either have to choose. And when they have to choose, they have to pledge allegiance. It can't be a walk-in, walk-out job. You know what I mean? You can't, you know, we want to see more test matches. You know, I don't know when that, when Australia fits into that um, kind of schedule. Yeah. But 
we need to see more test matches. Um, but at the moment, it's so wishy-washy. And the NRL, when they say that, you know, they really care about um, in national football, they're, they're not telling the truth. They're, they're porky buying. They care about money. Yep. They care about money, mate. It's not about, it's, it's not about international football. It's about money. What can make the most money for us? And at the moment, State of Origin makes the most money. Um, State of Origin and Final Series make them a lot of money. And that's what they care about. And, um, you know, if you want to expand the game, if you want to get more people involved, and if you want to have, a, a you know, a, a bigger fan base, which will bring money, you've, you've got to appeal to more countries. And at the moment, we just don't. You know, we've we definitely appeal to the Pacific Island countries, but you've got to go beyond that. We've already got them. You've already got them. Like, you've got to, you've got to go to other countries and make it a, a staple sport or try, you know. At least we need to reward um, those countries in the Pacific with more tests. But they need more opportunities, more, more pathways. Clocksmith, we have a minute left. Uh, we're both going Penrith uh, and Cowboys as the grand final. Sorry to uh, South Sydney and Parramatta fans. That's the way we see it. Uh, we'll speak to you all after the prelim finals. Uh, on the weekend. Thanks, Zach Cocksmith. Okay, mate, I'll catch you later. Pepsi. Uh, mate, the uh, recruitment whisperers, it's still happening. Welcome to the recruitment whisperers. No, not the footy show. Um, oh, but, uh, mate, oh, that's, that's, that's the only reason I'm doing this, mate, because I'm looking forward to that. Not the footy show. Have you been sleeping over there? Pepsi.